This is CliffCentral.com. Hey, Rich, you there? I am. How's it going? Good, man. Nice to speak to you. I feel like I haven't spoken to you in ages. Yeah, for sure. How was your trip? Great. Very, very good. I saw you and Ben get into an argument. Um, apparently, Gary Player is the most arrogant person you've ever spoken to. Yeah, sure. It was crazy, 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 crazy. I, I couldn't believe how it stuck up. It was more from a professional point of view. We were doing uh, some kind of shoot, it was, and we had to film him for the launch of one of his properties. When was this? And actually, oh, this was years ago. And um, their client insisted that I do the interview myself. So I had to, they actually got a helicopter and they flew me up to the palace and I had to interview him there. Uh-huh. And we had a camera guy. And I'm standing, get set up and say, hello, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there talking to him and he was just rude from start to finish. And then this guy behind uh, in, uh, dropped a, a plate and I turned around just to see what was happening. I actually just said to him, please keep it down. He said, don't you ever, ever lose eye contact with me again. Wow. And I was, I was just so taken aback. <laughs> and I thought, wow. And we have a big sign on the door. It says, no assholes allowed. And it says in brackets, clients or staff. And uh, I kind of had that no asshole rule, so we uh, decided never to work with the guy again. Yeah, but Rich, what did you have for breakfast that day? You know, I I have no idea. You probably had bacon, and he smelt it in your breath, and he was like, "Oh, of course, they send me up with this guy." The filthy pig eater. I know yeah. it must have been that. It must have been, been that. It must have been that because you're the only person who's ever said anything bad about Mister Gayflair. Ever. I know the guy's otherwise a saint. In fact, I, I came back and I questioned myself and my life decisions. Well, that's good. That's and good. I realized that he must be amazing. So it must just be me. It must have been. All right. So, Rich, um, Monday morning, you get us off to a good start. Reality check. What's on your mind today? Well, so it's a continuation of a discussion from a few weeks ago that you kind of weren't here for. This was when we were talking about getting offended on behalf of other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find it very condescending if somebody's, you know, I'm offended on behalf of, of, this Asian woman because she can't defend herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the thing that really bothers me. Yeah, it's these, but, um, it's these self-appointed, self-righteous uh, busybodies. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it's more condescending than anything that uh, you know a bigot would ever do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's actually saying, no, hold on, you know, I've got this. You stand back, little poor person, and I'll stand up and 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 fight for you. Right. However, this week I want to talk about getting offended yourself, which which is something that we should have more control over. Um, you know, a few weeks ago, and it's amazing to me how people get offended about talking to them about getting offended. A few weeks ago, I wrote a tweet and it said, remember, kids, getting offended doesn't actually hurt you unless you want it to. Offense is generally taken, not given. Act under this assumption and you'll live a happier life. Right. So I get a following reply from somebody. Remember, kids, you don't have to worry about your words and actions affect other people because you're a big boy winner man who's always right. And I thought, OK, that escalated quickly. And it's, was that Gary Player again? <laughs> yeah, it was just amazing to me. The daftest thing about the reply was that they were acting as if I was referring to giving offense when I was talking about taking it. So I wasn't saying that it's okay to give offense. I was, uh, I was saying it's okay not to take it. Just decide not to. It's really, really easy as, as a kind of decision. What a, what, I mean, a strange, what a strange reaction. I, I, I have to question like someone who jumps to and gets defensive like that immediately. Well, I thought the irony was that I was talking about choosing not to be offended by something. Yeah. The person was offended by that and decided to offend me in return. Mm-hmm. Very odd. So it was, 
Yeah, it was an attack. I, I didn't really get it. What amazed me was a lot of people liked that. Like they were like, "Yeah, cool, absolutely, you mustn't you know we must be offended by stuff. It's important to be offended by things." And again, I don't think it's I, this. The idea of what I'm trying to explain to people here is not that they shouldn't be offensive mm-hmm. and they shouldn't worry about offending people. It's more on the other side when you're on the receiving end. There's a decision that happens where you decide, "Oh, am I going to be bothered by this uh, or not?" And I'm suggesting that you should decide not to. Offense cannot be properly given. It can only be properly taken. It can be offered out there, and you can decide whether you want to accept it or not. And I think I have a much happier life because, for the most part, I get offended a whole lot less. Well, I, I've found in my very limited experience of this discussion around offense that the people who, who like to be offended, who make it an important part of their day, really usually don't have terribly much else going on. And it it, for them, gives them meaning. It's almost like... Uh, those people whose lives are terrifically boring, they watch soap operas in order to make their life seem interesting by comparison. You know, these ordinary things that happen suddenly take on a dramatic kind of overtone. And it makes them feel special. It makes them feel important. It makes them feel wanted and necessary. And being offended means you are something. And, and, and it gives you a reason to exist. And for a lot of people who are online on social media, for, for example, they don't have a purpose, really. They waft from one issue to another. And getting emotive about something that actually doesn't affect them makes them feel special. Right. Being offended is like being affected. I think you spot on there. And if you're affected, you can have an opinion. And I think a lot of people, and I've actually said this on this lot before, that a lot of people are just kind of upset that they missed they missed the revolution. You know, yeah. like we're, we're in a relatively good place at the moment and things are happening. And so we, but you want to be angry about something. Yeah. Uh, and there's lots of people that spoke about this. I mean, uh, Stephen Fry, I think it was, you said, um, it's now very common to hear people say, I'm rather offended by that, as if it gives them certain rights. It's actually nothing more than a whine. I find that offensive. It has no meaning. It has no purpose. It has no reason to be respected as a phrase. I'm offended by that. Well, so fucking what? I mean, that's Stephen Fry. I mean, so what? So what if you're offended? What is the purpose of this? And then you can go back a bit further. I'm, I'm quite a big into reading the Stoics and things. Marcus Aurelius, he said, when people injure you, ask yourself what good or harm they thought would come of it. If you have understood that, you will feel sympathy rather than outrage or anger. Your sense of good and evil may be the same as theirs or near it, in which case you have to excuse them. Or your sense of good and evil may differ from theirs, in which case they're misguided and deserve compassion. Is that so hard? Like there's a a whole different choice of response we can choose to take when somebody offends us. Uh, But the default uh, is injury and counterattack. And sometimes it's not even injury. It's counterattack and and feigned injury. Uh, Most people getting offended are like football players rolling around. They're trying to draw a penalty. Right? They're trying to call file, and they're rolling around on the floor acting like they're in pain. But actually, there's no pain. And you know that because the second they leave social media, they jump out and they get a sandwich. Like they're totally happy with these things. <laughs> this this Taking offense is the equivalent of rolling around on the floor trying to call a penalty and draw a penalty for your side. And I think it's bullshit. I think we need to be tougher and we need to learn to battle through. Battle through. I love it. All right. That's something cool. to think about. That's something to chew on. Thank you, Rich. Um, Fantastic, yeah. guys. Have a good week. Awesome. I'm away next week. I'm snowboarding, but uh, I'll see you, uh, Like the, I think, the week after. All right, dude. Thank you. There we go. Awesome. Cheers. Bye-bye. Rich Mulholland, the reality check Mondays. He's so right. In this case, I mean, I couldn't agree with him more. And it's just, it's become a thing that people do. It's like something to do. 
Oh, what are you doing this weekend? I'm going to go and drink with my friends. What are you doing on social media this week? Oh, I'm going to get offended. That's what I'm here to do. This is CliffCentral.com.